I'm pretty sure if that roof was closed, it probably would have been blown off the top. If yeah, oh my gosh, it was loud. I'm sure your watch was freaking out, Don't. having a panic attack. I turned it off. I turned off my watch. <laughs> I literally tur- had to turn it off because it kept going off. Oh, your watch. Right. Well, I want to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Data Chronicles. I'm giving you guys a special edition episode here. We are I'm calling it the Caribbean Baseball Series. Let me tell you guys, it, for at least for me, I was excited to do this. This was like a it happened like out of nowhere. My wife goes like, "I know you've been wanting to go. Why don't you do it? Look at flights and all that." And I'll tell you guys the story. But uh, but first, I want to introduce you guys to my guest, my good friend Zach Beeson, who, by the way, who also was there during the uh, Caribbean Baseball Series. I'm going to get to talk to you, my friend, because. You you were there longer than I was. I was only there like literally one night. No joke. Not, that was it. One night. So, but first of all, man, how are you doing, man? How you, thank you for coming on the podcast, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me and glad to be here. I'm doing great and love baseball and glad to see college baseball and MLB getting ready to start up soon. You know, something that I, and I, and I give you credit for this to anybody that, that will, that, that listens to me is, you know, everybody, when everybody, they say, oh, baseball season's over or baseball season hasn't started. You're the one that says, what are you talking about? There's plenty of baseball going on throughout the years, right? The winter baseball series, which to your credit, and it is extremely correct because, you know, like in my homeland of Puerto Rico, we got the, the, the Roberto Clemente, you know, series, you know, uh, season. So it's. I love it when people like other than myself, right, who lived there and all that and was born there are noticing those leagues and are like, yeah, you guys got to pay attention to these leagues because there's like some legit major league baseball players going on there. Exactly. I agree. And the way I look at it is the game we went to the other night, Venezuela winning. I mean, all these podcasts and stuff talk about these summer collegiate teams or low A ball teams. Tell me which of those teams are going to beat that Venezuelan team. I can't think of any. Not one. We were literally talking about it when we when we met, and we're like these two teams were stacked. Yeah. Like, I, listen, as a as a Puerto Rican, you know, re, you know, representative, you know, representing my country, I was like, Puerto Rican had no chance. Like these two teams were like legit good from pitching to catching to hitting the fielding. Everything was like major league level ready like these guys were like on point i mean you got some major league players right you know robinson cano and you know all these other players so uh, listen i digress let's let's just get back to talk to me like you know you're you're thinking about like how did it happen for you like you know what was your 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 you're thinking about all right let me plan this out and actually do this because it took a little bit of planning right it did initially so, I mean, to kind of go back a couple of years with the Caribbean series, I didn't know what it was until about 2015, 2016, because I was kind of in that lull, like everybody else, like, oh, I miss baseball. It's cold. It's terrible here. I want baseball to come back. And I just remember flipping through. I had Sling TV at the time. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I had the ESPN Deportes channel yep. and they were playing the Caribbean series. And I was like, what is this? It says En Vivo, which means live. 
at the top. So like they're actually playing games. So what is this? And so I start doing background research and I was like, oh, so there's baseball going on from the last out of the World Series to the first pitch of essentially the college baseball season. Mm-hmm. And so Belvin doing my research, been watching over years. I've always had the, the desire to go after learning about it. If anybody ever saw my profile on Baseball Bucket, they would know like Zach's always wanted to go to this. Yep. And then so when it turned, when it came time for them to say, hey, we're doing this in Miami, I thought, well, that's a lot easier to get to than the Dominican Republic (laughs) or the West Coast of Mexico or, you know, even Puerto Rico. I thought, man, I I hope that's doable. And so I kind of made it as a birthday gift myself since my birthday is coming up to the end of the month. And lo and behold, doing internet research, found a round trip ticket out of Cincinnati to Miami for $78 round trip. Shut um, up, dude. Yeah. Use my hotel points so I didn't have to pay for lodging and made it happen. So, first of all, and, and then, you know, so jealous that it was like 78 bucks. Like, I paid 200 and something dollars because oh, it was like, it was like, but it was last minute though, right? Like, I mean, I did it like I flew out Friday. I booked my ticket Monday. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, that's how late I did it. But, anyways, but for those of you that don't know, right? The Caribbean Baseball Series is a series of, a number of winter leagues that uh, get together at the end of their respective seasons, right? So uh, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, usually Colombia's in it, Cuba. Those are the two countries that weren't there. We we were both pretty pissed off about that, that weren't there, right? But they all play their regular winter league season. And then the winner of that, that league will go ahead and represent their country in what is called the Caribbean Baseball Series, right? So for Puerto Rico, it was Los Criollos de Caguas. Then you have Los Leones. You had, you know, usually like, you know, for like Mexico, Los Tomateros or Federales, whatever, right? So like Curacao was an interesting one because I, I was not aware of what the Curacao Series was, which was, you said it was a week-long tournament, correct? Yeah, they played a week-long tournament right before Christmas, and whoever won that was the team that gets to go to the Caribbean Series, and it was the team called the Curacao Suns uh, was the name of the team, and they gifted the opportunity to represent Curacao. And let me tell you, dude, they played. They played. They beat Puerto Rico. Like, I mean, they played. They balled out, bro. That was a crazy team. So... I mean, you had Didi Gregorius in that team, for God's sakes. Like, I mean, this is how... Jerks like, and Profar. Dude, Jerks and Profar. Like, I mean, unreal. So, uh, so you, 78 bucks. Like, you found for $78, you got your hotel, and you're like, all right, I'm going to go for the semifinals and the finals, right? Why? Like, just, like, it, you just specifically chose that time, or is it because you had that during the time of period, or you wanted to get, you know, like, to get to the, like, the the cream of the crop teams. So if it was up to me, I would have gone to the entire tournament and gone to every single game they played, but my work schedule, I wasn't able to, Mm. for example, the game we went to that day, I was on my laptop working. And so, I mean, there's work to be done, but thankfully I'm able to work remotely at times. And so that's how that worked out. And so that's just scheduling is all it was really. And so that's why I was only able to go to the semifinal and the finals. Gotcha. Uh, so talk to me about it, right? So you get there. Well, what did you do? Like, you know, did you go around town? Like, what did you do? So I got off the plane and the first thing I wanted to do, because it's about lunchtime when the plane got there, 
is I was hungry and I wanted Cuban food because all I ever hear about is Miami is basically little <laughs> Cuba that is all the Cubans food. And so I went straight to La Carreta, which was recommendation given by a comedian, Gabriel Iglesias. Mm-hmm. And so I went to La Carreta, had me a Cuban sandwich with some tostones, enjoyed oh, and then kind of went around town just being a sightseer until I could, until the first game started. Gotcha. So what was the first game for you? It was the semifinal between Panama and the Dominican Republic. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. I wanted to see Panama win, you know, just kind of give the small guy a chance to win because the yeah. Tigres del Lice, they were representing the Dominican Republic. And for those that don't know, they're essentially the Yankees of the Dominican Republic, the Yankees of the Caribbean series. They got the most titles, they get the yep. best players, all that. And so I wanted to kind of see Panama make an upset since they had been kicking everyone's rear end the whole tournament anyway. Yeah, for real. But it it didn't happen. It it was funny because Panama was like, they got off right off. Like, I mean, they were just boom, 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 beating everybody. And they were expected to finish at the bottom. And they were just, they slapped everyone around during the round robin tournament. That's right. And even Puerto Rico. Um, uh, So, but, the you know, and then, you know, you and me were talking about it. Like the two teams that really surprised us that didn't finish where they were was Mexico and Nicaragua. Nicaragua didn't win a single game. No. Not only that, they got no hit. Their pitching didn't do them any favors. No, they didn't. No, not at all. (laughs) Which was kind of like upsetting, you know? So it was, it was a little, it was a little disappointing. So, okay. So you, you watched the Dominican Republic, which by the way, we're going to talk about the Dominican Republic team because we got to do something extremely cool that we both did not expect that we were going to do. So that was, (laughs) that was like off the charts. So that was awesome. All right. So you went to that game or what was the other semifinal games for you then? It was the Venezuela and And Curacao. Curacao. Yeah, that's right. How was that game? It was an interesting game because I thought Curacao was going to pull off the upset because they were leading for most of that game. And I thought, wow, like this small team, nobody thought was going to do anything. They're going to go to the final. Like, heck yeah, this is awesome for them. Mm-hmm. But then similar to Panama or similar to Nicaragua, their pitching didn't do them any favors um, in the late stretches of the game. And they gave it too many runs and that's where that went. And there was a lot of, a lot of Venezuelans at that game, kind of like the final that we went to. So there was, they had the crowd behind them cheering on Venezuela. So that helped. I think that helped them a lot. Venezuela was what? 80, 20. Yeah. Like it was insanity. The amount of people that were there uh, from Venezuela was absolutely wild. They moved like the whole city of La Guaira to boom, Miami and geez. It was right there. It's like, like the whole country was just like right there. We're going, we're going down to Miami and here's where we are. Not only that. But it was absolutely, it was like pandemonium. It was absolutely loud. Like I I wear an Apple watch, right? And then I I have the the, uh, loud decibel thing to notify me if it was too loud. It kept going off every five minutes. Like that's how loud this place was. Not only that, the the roof was open. Thank goodness. Or we wouldn't heard of anything. No, it was, it was it, like, I've never seen it. It's like, for those of you that says like, you know, major league baseball, right? Like, you know, that's a, that's a great experience. So like, you know, playoffs and, and world series, that's an absolute wonderful experience. I don't, I can't take that away from that because I've, I've experienced that, right? I've been to a world series game with Cleveland and it was awesome and I loved it, but I'll be honest with you. It, it, it like, it just the Caribbean series, like what's a, 
heads and shoulders way, way better. Like the experience wise, the energy when it comes to baseball game. I don't know if you felt that way, but that's how I felt. I did. It was just an amazing energy. And we think for the Caribbean series, they made it a rule this year that they got rid of the pitch clock. And it did not felt like I was there for three and a half hours. Felt like I was there for 10 minutes and it was just a blast. Right. And and, and I'll and I'll explain to you guys a little bit here, right? So when during the game is, you know, it's not like you see it here, right? Like you see a little bit of music, bump, bump, no, none of that. It is, it is from the very first moment that that game is, you know, you're doing the national anthems and all that. It is, it is a party. It is literally a party the whole time. I mean, there's like, instruments on there like i'm going to be putting some videos later on so that way you guys can see that like there was a there was a parade going on with some uh, instruments going around the ballpark people had their guidos their congas and all of this all this stuff like and it was an absolute wonderful flags everywhere like you know obviously the championship that we you and me went to it was venezuela and the dominican republic but I believe you were also keeping count of like how many hats from other countries and other teams you were seeing. Everything was represented there. Like, yeah. every, and, and it was amazing. I agree. I agree. Just, man, what a, what an energy and nothing. I don't think anything compares to that. Cause I've been to Dodger stadium. I've been to the Aguilas de Mexicali mm-hmm. and those felt similar kind of party like atmospheres, but nothing like the Caribbean series. I mean, that's just, Wow. I like yesterday I was actually today. I mean, I was walking in work and I was just like, man, I just want to go to a ball game right now because <laughs> so I'm still hyped from being in Miami. Like the energy was like, I, I could not go to sleep. I, I think I went to bed like probably around one o'clock to wake up super early to go to, you know, the airport, but I could not go to sleep because my, I was like so hyped up from all of this energy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and not only that guys, not only that, but I got to talk about the food there. The food was amazing. Obviously, I got there and he he, he was the this was supposed to be the plan for me. Okay. The plan for me was I was gonna go there early in the morning. I, I found the flight that was like super early. I was gonna Uber there to that area, like you know, and then just walk around, do some sightseeing like you were planning on doing and all that, right? And then uh eventually make it to to the ballpark and then hang out. And like I invited my uncle, I was like, hey, you know, you wanna come? You know, it'll be awesome because he lives on there. Right. And his team, which is team, the Dominican Republic, that was his, that was his country, right? He's from the Dominican. So I was like, perfect. You know, let's go. Hopefully, you know, by the time I was planning, I was like, hopefully Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic would play. That didn't happen. So I was like, oh, well, wah, wah, right. So, but I got yelled at by my aunt. She was like, no, you're going to come over here. You're going to stay with us. And your mom take you to the lunch. I'm like, all right. My bad, TT. Sorry about that. Yeah, gotta uh, respect the uh, yeah, you gotta respect you. Like I, I told my wife, I was like, I just feel like I just got yelled at, which is hilarious. You know, and I told her that I was like, TT, I think you, you were yelling at me, and I was like a little scared, I'm not gonna lie. But it was awesome, right? Because they they took me to a Puerto Rican restaurant. We had some good food, we had some mofongo, some carne frita, and you know what I mean. You gotta have some Puerto Rican food, or at least some some kind of like Hispanic food when you're in Miami, right? Oh, I agree. That's why I had Cuban food. I had Venezuelan food. I had Puerto Rican food. You were, you were <laughs> like you, you took full advantage and you embraced, you know, what it with what the, the Caribbean series is like. And that's like, that's what I was telling my wife. I was like, man, this dude really did do it right. Like, I mean, you embraced 
the Caribbean series. Like you embrace the food, the people. I gotta tell you, I don't know if my uncle told you this, but my uncle on the way on the way back to the house, he was like, his Spanish is very good. So he was yeah. very impressed by you. So just so you know, like I was like, I, good for him. I'm like, I was like, and I, you know, I I told them how many you know ballparks you've been to, and he was like massively impressed by that. I appreciate I if, it. I don't know if he told you this, so I'll tell the story now. Right, his cousin, my uncle's cousin, is one of the directors for the Dominican team there. So he goes to tell. He tells us like, hey. He's here. I don't know if he can do this, but I'm going to try. They have a suite at the ballpark. And I'm like, no way. He was like, I'm telling you. I was like, all right, so let's go. So you and me were walking with him. And he goes, he te- he's sending him an IM. He's like, I don't have his phone number, but I have his, uh, his, uh, he was messaging through Facebook. <laughs> right. And you and me, we find ourselves inside of the suite with the president of the team, the owner of the team, the director of the team. And we're like, Sitting in a luxury suite with the Tigres at least in the final of the Caribbean series, like my mind is still blown. Like that happened. It was insane, dude. <laughs> and the picture that you took of the uh, of the rings. Oh, was championship awesome. rings. Oh yes. Dude, these were massive rings. Oh yeah. I've never been that close to a major league baseball ring. And so like I've seen Dominican rings, like I, you know, almost touched them. I didn't want to, I felt like I would turn into yeah. dust if I touched them. Like <laughs> It was, I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it was just like, we're here. We are in a luxury suite, which by the way, it was like, you know, and then we were watching it there and it was still loud. We were indoors and it was still super loud. Yeah. Like my ears were still ringing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And it just, to think like, cause those luxury suites for the Caribbean series finals were pushing somewhere between 18,000 and $25,000 just for the game. And to think like, oh here is uh, Ed and I. We're standing here in the suite, just like uh, Juan Soto, just like Miguel Cabrera, who are a couple suites down from us. Like, we're doing the same thing. Juan Soto, there, right? Like, I mean, he wasn't playing. He was like, oh, I'm just, I'm here. Miggy, right? Like, I mean, the, uh, uh, the one bunch of players from the Miami Marlins were there. I mean, it was like, this is, this is it, right? Like, I mean, this is like, you know, when, for me, I automatically call it like the beginning of the, my baseball season is the Caribbean series is that's when the season officially starts for me because the Puerto Rican series is still doing, it goes on in December and all that. So I count it as, you know, ending the season, but this thing was absolute wonderful. We had some, we had some arepas in at the ballpark and then you're like, you got to try it too. You got to, I was like, all right, let's go, let's go get, let's go get some, because I was starving. Venezuelan style arepas, arepas. Wow. Which was, you know, the little patty, right? And then they cut it in the, in, in the middle and they stuff it with either chicken or beef. And then they put shredded cheese on top of that. We didn't get the sauce because they ran out. This is how popular this place was. Like the guy was telling us, you were talking to the guys like, yeah, I've been making this the whole time. It's been nonstop. It goes on until the end of the game. That's that, that's how popular this place was. Hopefully it's there every game because man, they are going to be raking some money. Amen. You know what I mean? So was this your first time at Miami Marlins Stadium? Yes, I'd never been to any part of Miami ever until this past when we went down there. Oh, really? So it was like your first first time there. Yeah. Wow. Tell me, give me your thoughts on the ballpark. What do you think? I thought the ballpark was really nice. I mean, it's relatively new. It's about 10 years old now. Mm-hmm. 
I know like the Marlins get made fun of and whatever this, that, and the other, but I mean, their ballpark is really nice. Like it's mm-hmm. a nice ballpark to go to. It's set up great. Concourse is good. I love when they open those windows behind left center for the sea breeze to come in. Like it's a, it's a great ballpark. It, it was. And and I, I'm with you there. Like a, it was a, it was a nice cool breeze. So like for, you know, being in Southern, you know, Florida, like in Miami, I was like, I was like, Oh, it's a kind of like little, nice little cool breeze coming in at night. Right. The, the, the roof was open and all that. What was, what I found interesting about this ballpark and, and, and tell me how you feel about this is it was in the middle of residential area. Like it's literally in little Havana. Right. And, and the one thing that I think it was missing and and this is not a shot at them, right? Because I, they they built it where they built it, and it's cool. But like, I would have liked to see like restaurants and bars, right? So like to go there, do, you know, because you see a lot of other ballparks that are building entertainment areas along with the ballparks, and I and I feel like the Miami Marlins were are, are missing that one piece of the entertainment side of it. I just I see it more as costs so i mean the cost of land in southern florida and then all the hotels like good luck competing with those hotels on the beachfront like i i kind of see it as where else are you going to build that where you're saving money and you know who's going to set up it's i mean imagine it's probably hard to open restaurants in little havana i don't know but yeah that's that's just the way i see it It, it's in but let me tell you though the energy was there was like it was awesome it's like it, people like in their house were like letting people park it was like all right we're charging you 20 30 bucks here we go you park here at our house and then you can go and enjoy the game which was it wasn't bad like i mean we found a parking in the parking garage because there's two parking garages right and because there was two games going on right the the one parking garage they they use it and then the other one was being used for the other game so while that one was being empty out the other one was getting filled in which was like the 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 amount of work that they had to put in in order the logistics of this it was astronomical just for this series which was you know a week a week long that was it right big shout out to the organizers i mean of course with the miami traffic which is not very good it's kind of no. terrible traffic and parking situation especially with this is like the most teams they've ever had for the tournament as well. I mean, I think the organizers did a great job with what they had. They did and an it amazing out great. job. Me, I didn't worry about the parking. I just said, I don't feel like doing with that. So Uber's going to Uber it is. <laughs> Smart man. That's what I was going to do. I was like, I was going to, I was literally going to do Uber. And that was it because it was, it was, it would have been easy just to, and even if then it was like, they drop you off nearby. I was like, dude, just drop me off here. I'll walk the rest of the way, which I think is what you ended up doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because the traffic was so bad, couldn't even move. And I was like, you know what? The ballpark is right there. You don't have to drop me off at the front door of the stadium. I'll just get out here. and I need the exercise anyway, so it's okay, man. <laughs> Keep the money. <laughs> you know, you're good. So we're there. We're like, you know, we're where the when you know we're in the suite. We're 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 looking at the rings or massive rings. Which, by the way, the guy who had the rings was very impressed by you as well at the number of uh, ballparks that you've been to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Are you are you, are you serious?" And my, I, I could hear the conversation my uncle's having. He was like, "Yeah, like that's how many ballparks this guy has been to." And he and he goes like, "That's impressive." So good, you know, you 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 made an impression on the director of the Tigres that night. So you know, appreciate it. I still need to get to a Tigres Elise game. 
There you go. So we so we decided at that point, I was like, all right, let's not, you know, let's not overstay our welcome. We go back to our seats, which was they weren't bad either. Like, you know, we come funny enough, we both sat in the same, you know, we bought tickets in the same section. We didn't even know we did that. <laughs> so section three twelve, shout out to section three twelve there. So we we go back, we sit down and we're watching, and this guy, my uncle's like, ah, this is not looking good. So I, I'm looking at you and I'm like, it's not looking good for the Dominican Republic. The 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 Venezuelan team was the better team. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but they were. Like, I mean, that was a like we were talking, it was like it was a loaded team and they were playing. Yeah, I agree. They were making plays. They were getting hits with two outs. They weren't swinging at bad pitches um, because you can see the Dominican Republic. They were doing that early on. They were swinging at bad pitches, trying to hit it to the ocean, and it didn't work out for them. They were forcing it. Yep. That's what they were doing. They were forcing the whole thing. It was like they were trying to hit home runs. Like you said, they were trying to hit it to the beach when, you know, when Venezuela was not doing that. They were they were getting those hits. They were pushing the runners over, you know, sacrifice bunts. They were playing small ball, and it worked for them. Like, it did. Because, I mean, there was no home runs during the game, no. that game we were at. But I think a little bit of the crowd helped as well. Like, it was a super Venezuelan crowd. I think it, that helps yeah. the players. I know some people try to argue, like, oh, well, home field advantage doesn't really affect in baseball. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, no, it does. Let me tell you, it does. We, I ex- we experienced it. Like, that crowd, like I said, it was, it was from, from pitch one. They were on it. Both teams, actually, both countries, they were on it. Though. Like, you know, you could hear the cheering and all that. And it was like, I was like, all right, this is a baseball game. Here we go. Let's go. I mean, the, you know, like you say, it's like, you know, that I think the Dominican Republic were, were forcing a little bit too much on try to hit home runs, try to, you know, try to force the, the getting them runs, which ended up backfiring for them. And then kudos to the Venezuelan pitching. They were able to work it where they work themselves out of those tough situations. And, you know, at the end of it, it proved that, you know, obviously Venezuela won, obviously, you know, we saw it and it was cool to see that, like, you know, when they won, right. Because it was a, a roller to, to second base and then boom, that was it. Like, I mean, as soon as that out happened, dude, that place, like, right. It went absolute bonkers. Oh I'm pretty sure if that roof was closed, it probably would have been blown off the top. If yeah. Oh my gosh. I, it was loud. I'm sure your watch was freaking out, Don't, having a panic attack. I turned it off. I turned off my watch. <laughs> I literally tur- had to turn it off because it kept going off. And I, I just seeing that, you know, like, I mean, that was like the, one of the coolest moments I've seen in a long time. Right. Like, I mean, it was just like, wow. Like they're playing for the name on their, on their front of the Jersey, not the name on the back of the Jersey. And they were just, they were playing. Oh, it yeah. was it was cool to see. And they were playing to win. It wasn't like a spring training game where they're just trying to get reps. It was like, no, we want to win this ball game. We we are putting our heart and soul into this. And that's that's what I want to see. Cause I mean, if they were half-assed in it, I probably wouldn't go. No, absolutely. And and like you said, it's like, you know, I think this is the, it goes to show you like the the level of it was a record crowd. We yeah. haven't even talked about that. Thirty six thousand plus at that ballpark record for the Caribbean series. And then the whole tournament on its own set the record for most attended Caribbean series tournament ever. How could you not have it back in Miami or, you know, have it somewhere where like, there's a big, you know, concentration of Hispanic 
in there. Like, I mean, you, you got to bring it back. I think Houston would might be a good spot. Oh, dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I literally was just thinking Houston, the Rangers, maybe in California. Try that area as well, like the Dodger Stadium or uh, Angels. Oh, Dodger Stadium would be wild. Or right. Petco Park in San Diego. In San Diego, right. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that will be cool to see there, right? Because obviously next year, like we were talking about, you know, during the game is it's going to be in Mexicali. Mm-hmm. 2025 is going to be Mexicali. 2026 is going to be in San Juan. And then after that, it, it still needs to be decided. But they should bring it back because they the level of popularity that arose from this series cannot be matched. Mm-mm. Not like, at all. Like, you didn't have a country to, you know, like, I mean, usually it's like you know, USA, right? Like, or, or for me, Puerto Rico. It's like, you were just there for for the experience and you're like, I'm coming back. Is there? I loved it. It was wow! What an experience to be able to witness that, and of course, I mean, essentially, I'm the minority in the crowd. Like, I don't know. I, at <laughs> yeah. times, I felt like I'm probably the only person in the stadium that s- speaks English as a first language. But I mean, interacting with everyone, it was oh man, what an experience! I'm I'm gonna remember it forever. The people were cool, right? Like, I mean, everybody yeah. was like, there was no fighting. Which is no. interesting, right? There was no, no, there was no fighting, like you know, and, and then you know they were making fun of each other. Yeah, like I mean, it happened, right? My uncle was well, also cool with it. They still recognize, like, oh, it's just a game. At the end of the day, like we all still got to go back to work tomorrow and you know support our families. It wasn't like let's get drunk and stupid and act like we're I don't know Buffalo Bills fans and just get dumb. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was one of those situations, like even my uncle was making fun of some of the men as well. The men as well was making fun of them and everything. They were, they were bantering back and forth and it was awesome. Like the, like you, like I was talking about earlier about the, the little parade that they were doing, you could not, you, there was no one drunk there, but it would, they were dancing and they were singing and, and they were playing their instruments and it was it was an awesome experience. We're coming down the escalators. By the way, these escalators were massive. Oh, gosh, and, yes. Right? And then we were just experiencing the whole thing. And it was like, the whole place was shaking. The whole place was shaking. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was so cool to that big old band. And I remember we went the opposite way because it's like, we're not going to make it through that parade to get out the doors. No. And it was, I mean, they're celebrating. They're happy. Like, people are happy, like, acting like that after a baseball game. I was like... This is the, that's what I put on social media too. I was like, Latino baseball crowds, like that's my spirit animal. Cause <laughs> like, I need, I, like, I need more of that. Like we, I need my fellow Americans to be excited about their ball team winning a game like that. You know, that's what I want to see. And so it was really cool to do that. And then a interesting thing is, so you and your uncle had left, yep. but I stayed to watch the trophy presentation, which was pretty cool. And then to promote the Caribbean series next year in Mexicali, what they did is they put a mariachi band out there on the field and they played a couple songs to kind of advertise, Hey, this is going on in Mexico next year. And that was super cool to see as well. So got That's a little mariachi awesome. concert at the end. That's pretty cool. The, the, and I got to take a picture with the trophy too. This thing was massive. Oh yeah. Goodness. Uh, yeah. That's huge. Like, Holy mother of God. <laughs> the, there, there was a couple of things that, and, and again, this is not to throw shade at the Caribbean series or anything like that, because they did an absolute wonderful job. Like, I mean, the, the organizers did an absolute wonderful job. MC, she needed to tone it down. She needed to tone it down a little bit. The voice was just not going to happen for me. I'm sorry. Eric, the peanut guy, if you're listening, don't be that. 
don't be that because it was not good. Like it was like obnoxious loud. When you get to that, that decibel level of like obnoxiousness, that's what the level it was, but it, it could have been a little bit lower and it would have been more enjoyable. Another thing that was a little bit disappointing, disappointed is merchandise. There was no, and, and you talked to this a little bit about this is, but there was no actual, like the actual team, like the Tigres de Licey or the Criollos de Cagua, there was no actual merchandise for those specific teams that what they had was Caribbean series and then team Puerto Rico or team Dominican, team Curacao, team, you know, Venezuela. That's what they had certain number of things, but mostly Caribbean series merchandise. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like that because I mean it almost felt like a World Baseball Classics shop instead of a Caribbean series. So for your listeners that don't know, the Caribbean series is similar to the Champions League. We talked about this earlier, where the winner of their league in their respective country represent that country. And so I would have preferred them to wear whatever club they play for. I mean, if they were selling Tiburones hats or if they were selling Curacao Suns or whatever, if they were selling those in the shop, I would have been all over it. Bro, me but, I too. Mean, I just kind of saw it as why do I want to represent Venezuela? I wear Team USA. That's that's your so team. So that's that's why yeah. I feel like it, it just kind of felt like a world baseball classic. And so that's when I learned because I was talking to people, it's similar to the college baseball world series. So in the college baseball world series, I'll use you for an example. So if Kent State were hosting a super regional, yep, you wouldn't be able to buy a Kent State hat or t-shirt at the shop. It would only be like College World Series, regional, like on the t-shirt. So is the same. The Caribbean Series does the same thing. You can't sell the teams. You sell what the Caribbean Series tells you you're going to sell. And you got to sell like the country hats and stuff. It, it just, it, and then I'll be honest. Like, I mean, the, the material that they use, like it was like ironed on patches on the Caribbean Series. So I was like, I'm not going to buy an ironed on Caribbean patch. It just didn't make any sense for me. I did buy a Puerto Rico hat, though. Like, I mean, all right, at least I'll buy that. I, I bought the national Puerto Rico hat, and then a Dominican Republic snapback hat fell on my lap at the end of the game. I remember that. <laughs> it, I don't know where this hat came from. Because we were I trying to look like, hey, did somebody lose this? Like, I try to give it to the people. No one wanted it. The one lady behind me, she goes like, it's yours now. I'm like, I'm not Dominican, but I'll take it. But it's a nice hat, dude. Like, I mean, I still have it here. Look at this thing. <laughs> nice. Like, but it has the uh, the World Baseball Classic logo in the back, and then look at that the bottom the bottom of the brim that has the Dominican Republic on it. So I was like, all right, I mean, I'll I'll keep it. You know what I mean? But I can, But again, like, I wish I would have seen. I would have been cool to see like the sons of Curacao. I would have bought a hat from there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Tigres de Lisey. You know, like I would. Uh, that's what I wanted to see. And 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 if there was if there was a negative or you know something for them to work on, it was that. Amen. I agree. The good thing is though, for your listeners, hats from the Venezuelan league, the Dominican league, the Puerto Rican league, they're not super hard to get. Um, no, so you'd be able to get those as well. So that, that part's not bad. And then also the Mexican league, they'll ship to the U S the summer league, Mexican league, they won't ship to the U S but the Mexican Pacific league that does participate in the Caribbean series, they'll ship to the U S as well. And you know, the good thing is because I saw the 
new era has some of the Mexico ones and all of that. So that was pretty cool. So I, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in that. That's the one thing again, I'm, I want to do this again. I want to go back and I want to, I want to experience this again. I wish I would have been there longer because it was that cool of, of an experience that anybody should experience no matter what. Like, I mean, they should experience that no matter what. I, I agree a hundred percent. And so if people want to go to Mexicali next year, I mean, I went to a game there in this past November and so it's literally right across the border. So if you're kind of like, ah, oh, Mexico cartel is dangerous, then stay in Calexico, California and get a hotel room there, not far from San Diego, not far from Phoenix, and you can enjoy the Caribbean series. It'd be a great time, great opportunity to see what just a big Latino population looks like at a ball game. So let, how was that experience uh, for you? Like, you know, going to Mexicali and, and seeing that, like, I mean, that that had to be, had to be cool, man. It was awesome. It, the part that stunk is a lot of that stadium is cash only. Oh, that's right. You did I didn't have any cash and yeah. that part kind of sucked. So I didn't get to try as much food as I wanted to, uh, mm-hmm. but the concessions are different. I mean, the, the crowd is different, but it was, it was a blast, had a blast. I'm, I'm going to get to, it, it's funny, Paul Caputo, you know, literally texted me and says, Hey, you know, how was it? And, and I, I told him like, dude, it was, you know, you should have, I, I, I literally tried to tell him, dude, you got to come with me. I'm telling you, get your ticket. Let's go. We'll stay at the, at the airport. We'll hang out, you know, all night and then we'll leave. Didn't do it. And he goes like, I wish I would have done it. Yeah. It's like, Should've, hey. man. And then he literally said to me the the very next day on my when I was uh, already home he was like all right so we going are we going for 2025 I was like are we going to to Mexicali I'm like yeah I'm good let's go I'm in that's awesome I also cry foul at the same time because I mean Denver to Phoenix or Denver to San Diego is not a very expensive flight for him so I know I'm <laughs> like dude you could have you should have gone over over to the East Coast I mean it was a a pretty long trek I'll give him that right yeah. but it was like. Yeah, and 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 to their defense too, I did say it kind of late. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, you know, like I, I didn't, I didn't give them too much of a Fair. notice, you know. <laughs> so not a lot of people would have been able to do it, but it was something like my wife says, like you, you need to go do it. You, you go, you got to do this because yeah. it was, it was a cool experience, man. Yeah, my girlfriend was saying the same thing. It's just you. I mean, it's what you love to do, so why don't you do it instead of talking about it? And I was like. Fine, then I will. And so I did. Fine. <laughs> Lo and behold, we had a we had a blast. And I would do this again in a heartbeat. I would do this all over again. So absolutely. Uh, so, you know, final thoughts on this, man, because obviously this was we both agree, you know, we anybody should do it and you guys should do it. Final thoughts on on your whole experience for the Caribbean series overall. I will say for me personally, I think it's been a Great blessing. Thank the Lord that I have had the opportunity to learn and know Spanish. Cause I think without that, I probably wouldn't have cared like, Oh, just a Hispanic crowd doing their baseball tournament and yeah. just thought nothing of it. But I kind of see it as the experiences I've had in my life by knowing Spanish, the experiences, the opportunities have been afforded to me. I, I can't be grateful enough for that to be able to communicate with the people. I feel like it's my second culture, my adopted culture, if you will, <laughs> absolutely. Dude. Uh, to be able to talk to people and glad the compliments on the Spanish. I try to make it sound good. Cause I mean, my, my parents are white folk. I'm white American. My parents don't know <laughs> Spanish. My parents don't know Spanish. I learned it. 
And so it's, it's opened up so many doors and be able to experience something like that. I'm glad I know the language to interact with the people, which made it even a thousand times better. I'll tell you this, dude, you, you killed it. I'll, you know, for, you know, for me to be able to have a conversation with you in Spanish was awesome. Right. And, you know, your pronunciation is amazing. Like you, you were having a conversation with the guy at the Arepa stand, which was awesome. You were trying to buy his hat, but he wouldn't sell it. <laughs> so, you know, you said you went there the, during the semifinals. You tried to do it. He didn't do it then. And then you tried it in the finals again. He still didn't do it. But I was like, all right, this is my dude, my dude trying. I, I, I respect that. I respect that a lot. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, I, I encourage everybody, if you speak English, Go attend the Caribbean series. It's a heck of an experience for your Spanish speakers. Tienen que asistir la serie de Caribe porque es muy divertido. And that's it's amazing. I'm going to end it with that because that was awesome. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. And yeah, I don't have anything else to say, guys. Like, I, like he said, go to the Caribbean series. If you ever had an opportunity to do it, do it. It is an experience. It is baseball at its purest and finest, you know, like that you can look at it, right? You know, it's a party. People are enjoying themselves. There's no fighting Like, you know, I didn't see any of that, which was amazing. Like usually you go to a major league game or a minor league game or anything, or any football games where you see fighting, there was no fighting here. Everybody was all, was having fun. The food was amazing. The, you know, the drinks were amazing. It was all, it was all awesome. So definitely I suggest that you guys do it. And then if you do, Talk to my man, Zach. He'll give you some pointers of what to say, what to do, and where to go. Because obviously, like we said, in 2025, it'll be in Mexicali, and everybody should do that for sure. And then we'll leave it there, man. I mean, this was awesome, dude. Thank you so much, Zach, for, uh, you know, doing this little special edition, uh, you know, Caribbean baseball series that'll recap for us because it was, it was an experience. And let's do it again, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care, mi hermano. Boricua. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. You guys, take care. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with my good friend, Zach. I Listen, I cannot say enough good things about this dude. He was awesome. We had an awesome time with my uncle, uh, and then also with Zach, you know, the... Guys, you guys have to go to a Caribbean baseball series, okay? I'm telling you, you will not regret it. So next year, 2025, like I've been saying this whole episode, Mexicali, 2026, it's going to be in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So you guys got to go out there, okay? Uh, Before I go, guys, make sure you guys go on to my Instagram channel. Go to my YouTube channel. Make sure you guys are following me. I put videos every day, uh, different content. And then uh, uh, I'll see you guys on uh, the Dad Hat Chronicles Sports show every tuesday and thursday nights 9 p.m eastern time all right guys till then keep on grinding and always support the minor lakes see ya This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. 
Hey everyone, it's Eric from the great state of Kansas. This is Johnny from the New Orleans Baby Cakes Memorial Museum. And we are the Earn Fun Average Podcast. Where we talk to a variety of guests about their love of baseball and have fun doing it. America, lower your standards. Average is what we do best. This is Patrick. And Corey. Oh, BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.